0: There isn't much, of course, that your favorite hockey team can do to right itself during a bye week. At least not on the ice. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovachowicz of DK Pittsburgh Sports. Feels like that kind of day, doesn't it? This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll take the time to check out. It's going to take guts more than anything, or at least whatever this management team's internal perception of guts happens to be, because that's the sense that I get more than any other for why nothing's happened to date regarding very, very glaringly obvious factors in this team's ongoing apparent disintegration. And without going over all of those again, because I know it can get tiring hearing the same, you know, Brian Dumoulin this, Jeff Carter that, Brock McGinn this, fourth line that, what really has to happen here is that someone has to stand up and say, listen, We can't do this anymore, okay? We can't do this anymore. We need to figure out a way out of this. We need to make the moves that need to be made, whether that's right at ice level, which is where they'll probably have to happen because of all of the various salary cap constrictions and all the other components to Ron Hextall's self-dug hole or whether it's within whatever other parameters are available to the GM and the team president. And I got to tell you, with Hextall carrying himself as he has since training camp, avoiding the media, not even being around for some recent games, scouting for the NHL draft, as if that's a factor with this franchise, like ever... I don't think it's going to come from him. I think it could come from Brian Burke. He's certainly not lacking guts, given his uh, rich history of being one of the league's more bombastic personalities. But I don't know that Burke is comfortable just jumping in and overriding Hextall or even telling him, Hey, you, wake up, man. Do something. He seems to be much more comfortable in an environment where he and Hextall are kind of equals, doing things together, saying we, we, we. And that's fine. That's been neat to observe. But let's remember that when Burke was hired, his position, president of hockey operations, as opposed to president on the business side, which is Kevin Acklin, was done for just Basically, this reason, so that you didn't have a non-hockey person like David Morehouse firing a Jim Rutherford. He, he wasn't fired, you know what I'm saying, but I'm just. this is the description. Uh, even before that, it wasn't Morehouse really firing Ray Shiro and or Dan Bilesma. That was done right from Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle. They said so. So this is why you have... A Burke. He's supposed to be the fail safe. When things get really, really bad, somebody's got to step up. But again, I am forecasting here based on every vibe I've gotten from both of these gentlemen through their three years together that that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So it's got to be the coach. Humor me, please, with this hypothetical. Penguins return from the bye week. They open up. The second portion of their season with a Tuesday night, one week from today, home game against the defending Stanley Cup champs. Now, the Avalanche haven't been themselves, so I don't want to overhype that, but it, it, it still is what it is, right? And the San Jose game still leaves just an awful taste in everyone's mouth. Everyone's had a few days to go over things. They've looked at some diagrams. They've talked to their analytics people. The analytics people inform them, stuff that we already know, just watching with our own eyeballs, but that the metrics in particular on Dumoulin and Carter are so low that they wouldn't even be qualified as replacement players for the Coyotes. And the head coach grasping with this time off that it's it's the team that's getting hurt by this and that it's time to stop worrying about how much a demotion or a scratching or whatever else would hurt a Dumoulin or a Carter, that it needs to happen. That it needs to happen. That it's his job, and his job alone, at least in theory, to put the players on the ice that he feels give the Penguins the legitimate best chance to win. That's his own phraseology, by the way. Anytime I've brought up any sort of personnel thing with him, he just comes back with, you know, we're just putting the players out there that give us the best chance to win. Says it all the time, just like that, okay? These aren't the players who give you the best chance to win. These two guys, without even getting into the rest of the fourth line and other guys, these two guys do not give you a chance to win. Not the best chance to win anyway. And that applies to the short term and the long term, because if you wanted to make some kind of argument, let's say, for example, in favor of Ty Smith being in Pittsburgh and working out all his kinks and becoming a better defensive player uh, under Todd Reardon's eyesight right there in NHL games, that's one thing to say. It's quite another to say that either Smith or Mark Friedman playing his wrong side would be an Instant upgrade over Dumoulin, and that you could, at this point of Carter's career, just pull people out of the seats to be more effective than what he's showing right now. So, what if it's Sullivan that just says, you know what? Tuesday night, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're scratching those guys. We're going to replace them with whoever. Okay. Whoever. Another debate for another day. We're going to replace them with other guys. Because this isn't working, and I can't accept this anymore. What do you think Hextall or Burke would do about this? I mean, talk about it, discuss it, but even if they disagreed, what do you think they could do about it? Let's bear in mind here who's the one with the really, really long-term contract in this scenario as well as who's already been established, and visibly so from what I've seen, as the favorite son of the Fenway Sports Group owners, their fellow Boston guy and everything else. Whose side do you think they would take? The side of the guys saying, oh, you can't do that, or the side of the guy saying, hey, I'm sick of losing? Just think about it. When we come back, J1Q... Cube, which isn't a question at all, but I chose it anyway. It came from Evan, who says simply the Penguins front office has fully committed to not rebuilding, but hasn't fully committed to winning. I you know, Evan, there's a lot of different ways to look at that, but I liked your thought process and the way it made me think enough that I chose this in hopes that it would. Spur the people listening to do the same thing, because when I hear that they aren't fully committed to winning, the first thing I think that crosses anyone's mind in that setting is, are they spending all that they can? Well, of course they are. They're they're the penguins. They always spend to the cap. And the one thing you can't criticize FSG for is meeting the same criteria that Mario and Ron had as owners in terms of spending to the cap. They've done that. Good. Awesome. Great for them. I also wasted a bunch of it, cap space money and all that other stuff. And even mentioned Kasperi Kapanen and all the other guys that I usually list when I go over this particular subject. But it's been grossly misapplied. But setting that off to the side, since you didn't elaborate on what you meant by them not being fully committed to winning, I'm going to give my own stance on this. And that is that winning the hockey game. Tuesday night against Colorado is more important than worrying about a confrontation or any other particular ramifications of scratching Jeff Carter or scratching Brian Dumoulin or scratching Brock McGinn or scratching Teddy Bluger. I could do this for a while, unfortunately. This game that they're going to play, a week from today is more important than that. It's more important than you uh, as a head coach keeping the room or you as a general manager uh, preserving the visuals of the signing that you made, which was terrible because you signed a 36-year-old guy to a two-year extension. So if you scratch him, well, what's immediately going to become topic A? Aha! Hextall made a bad signing, as if this is going to be some big eureka moment for the fan base, right? The game, Tuesday night, is what matters. And if Sullivan means what he says all the time, that that's his priority, putting the best lineup out there that he can, then that's exactly what will happen. Except that it won't. And I don't have a solution for it beyond that. Do you? I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear it. Does the ownership group come in and start asking a whole bunch of questions about what's going on? Does the ownership even know what's going on? Do they care if they do know? I have no idea. I don't see these people. I've laid eyes on them once all season, and that was for Evgeny Malkin's thousandth. That's it. Haven't seen them around. Doesn't mean they haven't been around. It just means that I haven't seen them. But that's. Pretty rare for me to lay eyes on a franchise owner over the course of a season. Should they be coming in and doing some digging? And if so, who would you trust to do that? I don't know what Tom Werner knows about hockey. I can take a pretty good guess at what John Henry knows about hockey. It might not fill the front of an index card. I'm going to say this again. Somebody's got to stand up. And I think it's got to be the head coach. But here again, I don't want to let him off the hook because I don't want to suggest here for a second that he's playing Carter against his will or that he's playing Dumoulin against his will because I've gotten nothing at all from him to support that notion. He's the one that's got to look in the mirror, I think, more than anyone else, because I believe that he's most empowered in a lot of different ways to fix this. But he's got to make that game a week from tonight the most important thing that he's got in this whole scenario. I appreciate the. Oh, well, it wasn't a question. Whatever it was, Evan, I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow.